Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week I bring you stories that will inspire you, educate you, and give you hope. I want to thank my studio sponsor, The Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. Today my guest is Bailey Floyd, and she is here to talk about Whispering Hope Ranch. Their mission is to improve the lives of children with special needs through the wonder of camp, the beauty of nature, and the power of human-animal connection. Oh, and I am excited to hear about that connection. <laughs> Please help me welcome my guest today, Bailey Floyd. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I am good. I'm glad we finally connected. Same. We're very excited to be here. Yes, and um, it's summertime. Kids just got out of school, so we've got camp going. Yes, we actually just started our first camp of the camp season this week, so we have a group of children with muscular dystrophy who are up at our camp right now riding mm -hmm. horses, doing arts and crafts, wow. and everything else you can think of when it comes to summer camp. Now we talk about summer camp. I know I went to the YMCA, not the same kind of camp. <laughs> this one has um, a specialness to mm -hmm. it. Tell yeah. me what the special is. So the specialness to it and really the heart and soul of our summer camps is our animal interaction. So we take in animals that have been abused or neglected. Maybe they've lost their owner or they have special needs of their own and looking out to live their forever place. Um, and they come to us and we do animal interactions. So we have a center for that where the children have easy access to animals that we bring into that area. And we also have equine um, riding. So those that are able to can do trail rides through the mm -hmm. National Tonto Forest basically. And those that are unable to do trail rides, we have special adaptive saddles for all of our campers that need it, that need a little bit more trunk support and they can do indoor riding. You talked about the animals, which I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I never even realize that so I'm glad you shared that with yeah. me um, because we all belong in having a home right mm -hmm, exactly oh and having a purpose and that is a huge purpose yes. the other part of the special part is, of this camp is this the kids yes so we are the only facility of its kind where we can host summer camp for children with special needs and we serve children from muscular dystrophy spina bifida pediatric cancer epilepsy I mean, you name it, we probably currently served it or have served it in the past. What's the youngest age? Uh, the youngest age we have is six. Okay. And then for the summer months, it goes up to 18. Outside of the summer months, we open it up to uh, adults living with special needs and family style camps. So the child, the parents, the siblings, they all get to come and enjoy camp as well. So in the summertime, it's just because school's out, so it's strictly exactly. the kids. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you had three different things. Mm -hmm. So share with me each of those. I don't know if you want to call them programs or how you actually identify them. So share more. Yes, so we partner with um, other nonprofits, mostly here in the Valley and in Phoenix, Maricopa County, and they recruit the campers for us. And then we work with them on getting the dates picked. We work on them on the activities that they're going to do food service, as you can imagine, those with special needs, there's a lot of dietary restrictions that come yeah. along with that. So we work with a food provider to make sure that that is all handled and taken care of. So when campers get there, all they have to worry about is having fun. Mm -hmm. So during the summer months, like you mentioned, because of school, we focus primarily on children, again, six to 18 years old. And then about mid-August, I would say, we transition that to older adults and family-style camps. And those are more long weekend styles versus week-long camps in the summer mm -hmm. because of school and work. Right. Mm -hmm. So special needs. Mm -hmm. What kind of special needs? Is it everything, anything? I mean, pretty much everything, anything. We also, um, you know, 
we do spina bifida, children with cancer, epilepsy. We even do children in foster care oh. um, as part of our program as well. Okay. So, and we do very um, a very different dinner for them. We have the princess program is what it's called, where the girls get to get dressed up in um, donated prom dresses. They get their hair and makeup done. And then we have a superstar one for, for the boys where it's a little bit more kind of sports themed, I would say. Yeah, I don't know, they want to dress up and dress. Yeah, probably not, <laughs> not <laughs> <No>. their thing. <laughs> you talked about activities, what kind of activities? So we have arts and crafts and everything that we do is um, adaptive. So arts and crafts is adapted with that in mind, we have to think of the different skills that our campers have, um, primarily like motor skills. And in our arts and crafts, we also try to teach it doesn't have to be perfect or your perfect is perfect. I like that. So um, we used to do one which was coasters and it was kind of like drop ink style and it you know would spread and make all these different patterns and each one was different and unique but they were all perfect. Uh -huh. um, so we do activities you know painting birdhouses and building things and um, we have a lot of great volunteers that help us with that getting the supplies and running those programs we also do sports so we have um, turf because a lot of our campers have respiratory issues so the turf allows for no allergies type of environment um, so we have soccer basketball volleyball we even have a lifted adapted four square for our campers that one of yeah that one of our camp counselors made okay um so that's all 100 percent adaptive we have archery and then of course our animal interaction and many of our campers also do talent shows and skits and fun activities like that too. and these are preset already so if they come in they have like an itinerary that says this is what we're doing yeah so we work with the with the partner organizations to come up with their schedules okay. um and from there we just we make sure it all happens on our end Ooh, it sounds like a camp I want to go to. Oh, at least a volunteer. I don't have any disabilities, yeah. but um, I noticed in the stuff that you gave me here, mm -hmm. um, it's adaptive to yes. every different, I don't like to say dis disability, it's a different ability. Mm -hmm. And in this picture here, and we'll have one for our, our viewers, someone in a wheelchair can still have a swing experience. Yes, so not every child gets to experience the sensation of being in a swing. Mm -hmm. And so we had a generous um, corporate partner, which is uh, Discount Tire. They donated several wheelchair swings that are scattered throughout the properties. So children have that sensation and that feeling. And the picture, which um, you have, which we can show too, is Izzy. And there's a great video on our YouTube page as well. And you can just hear her laughter and her giggles as she's swinging on the swing. So you talked about the volunteers, and mm -hmm. I am an advocate for volunteering, and anybody that knows me like, so when do you have time to sleep? Oh, I do, in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do the volunteers come from? Uh, volunteers come from mostly down here in the valley. Um, we kind of just have the call out there. We need volunteers to help with horseback riding, whether it's you know walking alongside in the arena, helping getting kids set up for trailer rides. We need help with getting the sports activities going, maybe being a referee during one of those sports activities, as well as arts and crafts. We need um, a lot of assistance there too. Um, so we have corporate partners who like to have group volunteers. Many of our corporate partners have volunteer time off, very similar to PTO. Mm -hmm. um, so our volunteers come from there. And we actually have a lot of volunteers who are just year over year, they just come back and they help us. So it's a week at a time when it comes to the summer? In the summer, is, it's a week at a time, yes. Can they repeat more than one week in that summertime? We have one organization that does two camps during the summer, each a week long. One is for children with pediatric cancer and one is actually for their siblings. So all the siblings oh, wow. that have a brother or sister with pediatric cancer, they get to come and be around other siblings who understand what they're going through. I like that because I've, as, as I mentioned to anyone else that sits in your seat, mm -hmm. 
anyone that's going on the journey, such as cancer or in any illness or anything that's changed our lives, it's not just that one person, it's everybody that's involved with that mm -hmm. person, and they get to have that fun too. Exactly, in our family style camp, you, get, you really get to see that because the entire family gets to come. Yeah. And it really is, like you said, it's, it takes a village, so they get to all come and get to relax a little bit and enjoy what we have to offer. And I don't know if I asked this, so forgive me, but where's this camp at? Our camp is located up in Payson, Arizona. Oh, nice place to be. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of things here that I pulled off of the, um, oh, I like this. Nature's Nurses. Yes. What is Nature's Nurses? Nature's Nurses are our animal residents okay. that are there, and that's kind of the nickname we gave them. Uh, they are our healing Nature's Nurses um, when it comes to the campers. We've had um, a young lady who came and visit us to camp, for example, and she had like 100 seizures before she had came to camp wow. the, the week before, I think, and she actually had brain surgery, and she had a delayed response to, you know, a lot of interaction, and so she actually got to go horseback riding twice, which is great. And the first time, she, you could hear her giggles, and it was a little delayed, but the second time she rode, it was almost immediate, <gasps> so you can see the effect that animals, especially horses, yes. have on our campers. Um, you know, we've had campers who who are nonverbal be verbal um, up at our property, mm -hmm. and there's many studies that just show so many benefits to animal interaction. There is such a connection when it comes to animals, but there's just something about equine. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I, I love horses myself, not mm -hmm. for therapy part, but I guess it is therapeutic because when I'm stressed out, I, I have my little hideaway I go to, yeah. um, and it's. They just give you a love without any words that you just feel it. Yeah. They're a strong animal, mm -hmm. but their heart you can feel is so sensitive yeah. and so soft towards you. Yeah, horses are actually one of, if not the only animal that's really in tune with people. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, no verbal you know, interaction at all, and they can just kind of sense that, so. Now I heard um, donkeys are as well. I went to yes. the donkey, branch, I don't remember where it's at, <laughs> in Cave Creek, okay. but it had the same thing. Yes, and we do have donkeys on our property too. We have miniature donkeys, Cuddles and Kisses, oh. who have been with us, I want to say like close to 20 years. They have wow. been with us forever. Okay. So yeah, and they're, they're very in tune too, but our horses, we definitely see a lot of that. So I have to ask this, mm -hmm. going into something that's unfamiliar, no matter who you are, what mm -hmm. walk of life you are, what you do. Mm -hmm especially a kid. You can be excited that school's out and you're going to go to camp, but you're not sure what camp is. Mm -hmm. Is there any anxiety that comes with a, a kid coming in there at first and then you get to see that it actually calms yeah, down? Yeah, it's a little bit of like ex anxious excitement, I uh -huh. would say. Like you said, you're so excited school's out, you're so excited you get to go to camp. And I think it's even more exciting for our campers because there's not a whole lot of places here where they can experience what they experience at our facility. Mm -hmm. um, so they're excited that they get to go, they have the opportunity to come there. And it can be a little nerve wracking. A lot of our camps are parents drop you off and you know. Mine was. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> have fun, see Yeah, you kind of a traditional <laughs> camp drop off. So some of them are like that. So it can be nerve wracking, but by the end, these kids, their confidence, they're able to go back and tackle any doctor appointments they have, any therapies they have. Mm. You can just see they are just, you know, kind of mentally, they're just, they're different kids at the end of it. And so it's just, we're so thankful that we get to be a little piece and help them along their journeys. And I bet they get some new friendships out of it Yes, too. we are able to create a community, which if you have a child or are a person with special needs, that's something that's very important, especially along the journey. And so we are thrilled to be able to create a community for kids. And we have some that are like, I can't wait to go back and, and see Johnny again. So they make a lot of friends and then they, they keep in touch, so it's sweet. So how many are uh, 
how many are able to be in a camp at a week's time? Yeah, so we can accommodate 164, and that includes campers, counselors, and medical personnel. Okay. Uh, each cabin, cap, camper cabin, <laughs> it's a tongue twister, can host about 12 campers. Okay. And in those cabins, um, we can arrange the beds to have when they need to be arranged. We have wheelchair chargers. We have drains for dialysis. A lot of the textures of surfaces are different for those that are visually impaired. Um, so we've, we've met with partner organizations and asked what would need to happen on our property in order to host your campers. And we took their feedback and we implemented it when we did phase one years ago in creating what is now Whispering Hope Ranch. So wow. ADA, I think it is called, ADA compliant. Yes, yes. We're, I, Personally, I believe we're there and then some, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So tell me some, some fun stories about the kids coming into camp because it sounds like it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I encourage everyone to come up to our property sometime. We love to host tours and have visitors come and just see the space. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I mentioned Allison's story. We had a, a young man, um, his name was Jonathan, and he came to us through um, MDA. And through MDA, they, since it's only up to 18, you age out. But there's yeah. an adult camp that they can attend. So he was in the process of aging out. And he wrote this beautiful letter at the age of 18, which is incredible. I hope he's like a writer to this mm -hmm. day. Yes, it's a very well-written letter. And he just talks about how camp gave him the opportunity to just be himself. Um, camp gave him something that his disease wants to take away, and that's independence in life. And he felt both those things at camp. He actually has a twin brother who has a, a muscular dystrophy as well. And his favorite memory was playing soccer at camp and the friendships that he made through soccer. So he got a gold coin. He said, this gold coin from camp is greater than any trophy I will ever receive because I truly earned it. I wasn't given a chance to score a goal. You know, I truly mm -hmm. earned this. So, you know, we believe camp is for everybody and we want to make that inclusive and that's something we strive for. What's the feedback from the families? Uh, they they thank us, <laughs> you know, their child would not have this experience unless they had to go out of state or they would have to go to a property with less than basically or forego the whole whole opportunity. Um, a lot of parents say how calming it is and relaxing it is and just what joy it is to them to see their child doing camp activities and interacting with the horses and meeting friends. And so it's just, it's it's a week of just relaxation for them essentially. <laughs> what other animals were on the properties? So we have bunnies, horses, miniature donkeys, miniature horses. We have goats. Um, I believe we have some chickens. Okay. Um, we used to have some cats. And last year we had um, a blind duck, but unfortunately she passed away. A blind duck? Yes. Um, she was, I believe she was in a pond and someone threw acid in the pond, <gasps> which caused her to go blind. Oh. And her name was Black Beauty. Wow. And one of the campers said that her name was Black Beauty because black is all she can see, but beauty is what she feels. Wow, yeah. that's powerful. Yeah, so, and she, you know, kids loved her, she loved the kids. And Isn't yeah. it crazy, we look at ourselves as human beings and say, oh, we have a different ability. I'm gonna always use different ability because I was taught that by somebody <laughs> that has the disability and said, no, no, it's a different ability. We yeah. can do other things, it just takes us a different way. But animals same mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. exactly you, you take away their sight and they still find a way to enjoy life yeah yeah it's incredible you know we have with bunnies with three legs and yeah kids and love them and they don't know and they still are able to 
get around with all the other bunnies and oh. all that stuff. So it's it's great. It's awesome. You talked about other other programs. Do they get to feed the animals, not just um, like ride the horses? Yeah. So when they come to the animal interaction center, mm -hmm. um, they can pet them. We've had people braid the mini horses' manes. We've had them finger paint them before. <laughs> so it's oh it's gosh. kind of a lot of stuff in there, but um, many of these kids have not interacted with animals like yeah. this. So it can be a little nerve wracking at first. So our animal staff, which is fantastic, helps ease them into it. And the animals are so good with the kids. So That's probably the part when the kids go back home and say, mom, I want a horse. Yeah, yes, <laughs> so like every kid does. Or I want a goat. Yeah, I, like, I met this no. mini donkey and now I want one. But you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> what other programs that you have that I haven't asked? So we do have um, adult programs too where um, we partner with organizations that serve above 18. We have one that serves 18 all the way up to 65, maybe even a little older. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and they get to do a lot of the same things as the children do. We have one uh, organization where they actually take them out to a nearby lake and they get to go kayaking and they get adaptive bikes so they can ride bikes around and um, all sorts of activities that way too. At every age, you should still be a kid. Yes. I know I'm still doing yes. that. <laughs> um, do you have any stories of someone who's, you just already mentioned it, that's in their 60s. Have you ever got a story about that one? Let's see. We, we, so we partner with, the, with that camp, and there is a gentleman there, and he's been working at a local Denny's for, I think it's like 30 years or something like wow. that. And he's got a little buddy, and, and this camper happens to be not very verbal, but his little buddy is very verbal. And so the whole camp, he was going around saying, they're gonna do a celebration for him at Denny's, they're gonna do a, like he was bragging about his friend okay. to everybody else. Okay. And so it's really sweet to see the, the friendships that are made there. And um, another camp that we had, there was um, someone, with our adult camps, if they suffer a spinal injury, they can be very hesitant, like what am I gonna be able to do at camp? Um, but then when they come, you know, he was able to dance with his wife for the first time oh. in a long time. And um, we actually have an ex-camper who came to us as a high school student. He was playing football and got a spinal injury that way. And now he is on the Paralympic wheelchair rugby team. I'm familiar with it. Yes. I've interviewed them. Yes. So he, um, he came to camp and I can only imagine being a football player and you know being in that situation. You're you're kind of doubting what am I going to be able to do here? But yeah. turns out you know the different the ability di again. Yes, yes. We like to show campers that they have the ability versus a disability. So now we've talked a lot about the different abilities of programs mm -hmm. and the volunteers. Mm -hmm. What's the training for a volunteer? Um, so there really is not a whole lot to training with the volunteer. Um, you do have to go through a background check because we are working with children primarily. Mm -hmm. So once we get them through that process, um, it just depends on where you're set up at the camp. So if you're in arts and crafts, you get the lowdown of what arts and crafts we're doing that day. Um, if you're doing the side, you know, standing with the horses, you get the rundown there. So it kind of varies from camp to camp where the need is and where you'll be stationed. Now, there's a lot of physical need. Mm -hmm. So um, you also have to have volunteers that are being willing to uh, lift people, move them. Yes, yes. We um, all, this, all the campers bring their staff and volunteers as well, which is helpful. So um, if we do have volunteers that are able and willing to help in that regard, then we do place them in those areas. But if we have some who maybe they're not up for that, we have arts and crafts that you can you can help facilitate or anything else around the property. It's a 45 acre property, so there's always something to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys do any 
evening things like a campfire or anything like that? Yes, I'm really glad you asked. We have um, the Circle of Hope, which is where our campfire mm -hmm. is, and the campers go down there and they make s'mores and they tell campfire stories. We used to have um, a cowboy who would come and sing songs for them. So it's a really, really fun. I mean, and again, you're dead center in the forest, so all you see are the stars above Beautiful. you. Yeah, it's a really good time. Kids really love it and getting a chance to roast those marshmallows. I think everyone enjoys that. I think I want to go. <laughs> I like s'mores. I like campfires. And yeah. I, I like all the stuff that you have. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to take a time and say I'm going to go volunteer up at some yes. point there, too. And it's so beautiful up there, too. It is. It's really beautiful. And it's always cooler <laughs> than it is down here in the valley. So. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to the actual program and the cost, is it grants? Is it How is someone able to be qualified or be able to attend? So we don't charge any campers or camper families to come visit us. Okay. Um, we get our funding through private, so that's our donors, that's foundations, that's corporate partners. Um, we get no money through government, so everything that we raise is that way. Wow. Um, it roughly costs about $10,000 to support a full cabin for a week. So that includes all the program costs, the food service, you know, anything you can think of that would take to run a camp. So. Um, $10,000 for a week for 12 campers. And remind me again, what's the season for camp? Um, so we just kicked off our first one. So typically they start late May um, for our summer camps and they end about early August. And then from there it is August to mid-October until basically the snow comes and it gets to a point where we can't have people on property. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's great. Mm -hmm. So before I ask my final question, I have a, another thing I want to ask. So we've talked about the volunteers, talked about the the programs, the animals, mm -hmm. the different abilities, mm -hmm. the time frame. Do they get to learn any skills, not just crafts and petting animals, do they learn any skills? Because I think some of our skills have been taken out of the schools and some families don't even know how to teach. Yeah, with our arts and crafts, we keep those in mind when it comes to like motor development mm -hmm. um, and pieces like that. But if you were to ask me, I think the biggest skills that they take back is their confidence to, you know, keep fighting on and, and to keep going on their day. We had a camper and his, his dad's name was Stevie and he said camp gave him the courage to continue his battle. He noticed that his, his child was feeling a little defeated and after camp it was like a new life had been brought in. And so um, I think that's a skill that you can't necessarily teach but it's something that you gain through your experiences at the ranch. Do you have anything, like you already talked about you know, dressing up and such, do you have mm -hmm. like a little I don't want to call it like a gala or a little dance party that they all get to do at the end of the week before they actually have to leave? That's so it varies from camp to camp. Each okay. camp is different. Some of them do talent shows. Oh, yeah. Some of them have themes that they do. And some do the, the princess program or the superstar program. Do they sign up for it before they actually get on to the camp? Or is it something you just put together with their name and their age based on whatever information you've been given? Um, so do you mean the campers themselves? Yeah. So the campers um, get recruited through the partner organizations that we work with. And who are they? Um, so we have a number of them. I think our okay. summer camps, it's like 16 partners or so. Mm -hmm. um, but we work with, for example, Muscular Dystrophy Association, Epilepsy Foundation of Arizona, Camp Patrick, Southwest Kids Cancer Camp. So okay. Hope Kids is the family style camp that we do. Um, so yeah, we have a number of partners that we work with. I love it. Yeah. I'm just thinking of a visual of all the smiles that go <laughs> on their faces and the excitement that they have when they get there. Yeah. Now we showed, you had showed, um, the, I showed, when we'll show on here too, is the ability to have a swing. Mm -hmm. Are there other um, playground 
equipment that accommodates the different abilities? Um, like so a slide or, I mean, I don't know what we do have, there. Yeah, we do have like a, a playground set available, mm -hmm. um, but the swings are definitely our most adaptive okay. piece of equipment that we have on property. Perfect. Yeah. Is there anything I did not ask you? <laughs> not that I can think of, but again, we open invite. You are more than welcome to come. If anybody is more than welcome to come, just reach out. Um, we'd love to have, have everybody come. And again, we're the only property of its kind in Arizona. So without the support, um, you know, for example, for you, for helping bringing us some awareness and the support of our donors, we wouldn't be able to do what, we, what we're able to do each summer. Absolutely, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about, is mm -hmm. being a resource and then the word of mouth and, mm -hmm. and the experiences. That's why I always go, what else is there? So that mm -hmm. if anyone decides they want to donate, they're going to know where their money's going mm -hmm. and why it's going there. Yeah. I love that. And mm -hmm. your website? Is www.whisperinghoperanch.org. I love the name of it. <laughs> so I have one final question. Okay. It has nothing to do with what we've talked okay. about. <laughs> I love asking questions. Yes. Um, if I only had one question to ask to get any idea about what I think someone is about or what they're, who they are about, excuse me, mm -hmm. it would be, what message would you like to leave everyone based on your journey of life? Basically, you never know what anyone's going through. Mm -hmm. So kind of that golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Um, I grew up in a household where you helped win and where you could because you don't know what everyone's going through. So that's kind of my life journey there. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because mm -hmm. that's exactly how I do. And sometimes I get frustrated because you want to tell someone, if you only knew, <laughs> you know, or something like, I don't want to be bothered. And you're like, but I'm giving you what I'm treating myself. You yes, know? yes. But it's it's a give and take and it's it's um it's a good thing to mm -hmm. have. Yes. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for being my guest today and thank sharing you. such an amazing organization and I will be taking a visit. Yes, perfect. We can't wait to have Anything you. Anything to get out of the heat. Exactly. <laughs> I know. 120 is going to be here before you know it. Oh, I know. I know. Um, like, no, no. Um, <laughs> I want to thank my studio sponsor, the Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. If you'd like to share a story or know someone who has a story that could help someone on their journey of life, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, you may also email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone. I wish you well, and you take care.